Aloha, tala falava. This is your host with Clean with Malefua, Malefua. And also, we're doing a duel at the same time. Go hey. ahead. And this is quarter before noon. This is Lizzie Liz. Woo! Woo! All right, so we're together and we wanted to do a podcast duo. Whoa. You know how Have some, we ever done one? Um, I don't know. But I noticed like some YouTubers, they will have like guests on their show uh-huh. and like they'll do two um, separate um, individual Podcast. podcasts or YouTube videos. Mm. But like to do a duo at the same time, come on. All right, mm. so y'all, as you guys know, it is your girl Lizzie Liz and Malay Fua. So we wanted to combine um, a podcast, an episode together and um, talk about finances. I think we should talk about, I think we should just do a, like a little icebreaker before we get into the heavy topic of okay. finances. All right. I mean, I guess. Okay. So since it's women's history still, uh-huh. and I've missed part of the month because I haven't been on it, <laughs> but who is your favorite funny female? Mm, me? Yeah, yours. Like in general, like a celebrity. I was thinking celebrity, but honestly, you could say in general. Oh man, I mean, cause in as a, for a celebrity, Sandra Bullock. Like I love. That's what I was thinking too. Um, or I don't know, Sandra <laughs> or Sandra. Um, but for like funny females that I know personally, but man, like all my nieces. Aww. Like they have, they each have like their own quirk and. Like perkiness to them, like their own, they're all so unique, and the way that um, they're very comical in their own way. Like, I can, like, with um, with my niece, Va'a, she's like like a very blonde, like, response, but then at the same time, it's her, and um, and it's just like you know, with her sisters, like, so they're all very um, different, and it just makes me laugh, like, it's just so funny. I love that, yeah. So, how about you? Um, I think for celebrities, I mean, the list is pretty great, but I would say Mindy Kaling is funny. Mm, okay. I would also say, I mean, like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are very funny together. And they're funny separately, but, you know, they're funny. Um, and then for people I know, I just like laugh about everything. So I'd probably say that most women in my life have made me laugh mm. about something. So that's who I would say. Okay. Oh. Right. So I guess we can dive into the finances now because you know that was right. Our little icebreaker. And um, yeah. And for those of y'all who know, he has on my podcast. Um, this will be in transition into going into the break. So yeah. I don't got no break, but we go. <laughs> we just go. All right, so we're back. Anyway, so thank y'all for listening to the commercial. But let's talk about finance. Yeah, so finances. <laughs> I don't know why I had to sing that, but <laughs> I feel like, okay, so from where we're coming from, it could be very, like, a broad topic. And mm-hmm. and I think that's the point of this topic. But it's, it can also be hard because not everybody's talking about it. Like, yeah. in our cultures, we're not talking about it. I think in life in general it can be kind of a thing like I don't know if you've noticed but like with people sometimes they'll they'll tell you like around what they make Mm -hmm. or they'll tell you like 
a broad range, but they won't really tell you like what they make, how yeah. much bills are. And so even when people like will ask me or they'll approach me like, oh my gosh, if you're okay with telling me how much do you pay rent? I'm like, yeah, I pay this much or whatever. Yeah. Like I obviously didn't, I just didn't even say right now, but um, <laughs> it's one of those things that like, I try to be open about it because I'm like, there's so many people who are not open about finances mm-hmm. that for me personally, I try to be open about it. And like, you also want to like guard what you're saying. And so not everybody you're telling everything to, but <clears throat> for me, because it was a topic that like, we didn't talk about growing up or like, I knew, like, I knew that we, so one time my mom had said like, oh, based off of what I'm making and like, where we're at we are like well below the poverty line Mm. like then that was in high school and i was like i don't even know what that means but we have a place to live we got food so Mm -hmm. to me it doesn't seem like we're broke but apparently we are but i didn't really know those things and so i think it's important as young adults we get to inspire other adults other youngins just anybody who may have come under financial hardship mm-hmm. that we can use what we've learned and maybe help somebody yeah no i i love that i love like how your mom was saying um that how much whoever makes in the house that's living below the poverty wage mm-hmm. and um i just looked um i googled you're such a researcher <laughs> so the living wage like the living means the amount that you need to be making to be able to make it here and where we live <laughs> we're also discreet about where we live okay so, so now i haven't been so yeah where we live in phoenix arizona <laughs> i was like i feel like you said it before right i said it like a couple like probably a couple times but yeah the amount that we need to make individually to make it to like make it here in phoenix arizona we have to be making 46 dollars a month i mean a, like 46 dollars an hour like nobody's making that nobody's making that and um t- for the poverty wage you if you're under 15 dollars like uh-huh that's poverty um poverty um, oh my wage. gosh and it's so interesting how it's like how do you expect people to make that much right when you have um jobs around here that's not e- them like it's not even paying them that right. much i had i had a job that approached me and they were like oh we i was like well what do you guys pay and they're like 14 dollars an hour and i said oh? i said and they're like oh that's above minimum wage i said okay and in my head i laughed i didn't laugh at them obviously Mm -hmm. but i'm like how is that even possible and like even with us like blessings that we found this place right um oh it's such a beautiful place it's such a beautiful place our neighbors our community we have two bedrooms dryer. we don't have no one above us or below us it's flat it's beautiful Mm -hmm. but also for what the space that we have other people other people are paying way more than us like we got such a good deal and we found it and this and that and stuff but even just like kind of scoping out what other places are like or whatever i was seeing studios for 900 to 1200 i was like this is crazy and so (laughs) you know and like they teach you that you should only be spending 30 percent of your income on on rent but these rental places don't tell you that of course they don't tell you that because they want you to 
feel like you're in over your head. They want you to be like, oh, there's this luxury apartment. Like, come, come. We have all the amenities. We have a pool. We have this. We have that. We have that. Mm-hmm. But, like, you shouldn't be going into debt over a place that you live at. When it's, like, such a cycle because you work to pay these bills, to pay rent. But... You spend so much time at your job right. that you don't even spend time at home. The place that you're paying to live at. That is so true. <clears throat> and this is the thing. When the apartments, when you're looking for an apartment, they ask you, like, hey, the amount, this is, say, 1500 But we want you to make three times more right. than what we're asking you. Like, yo, are you serious right now? Who's making that? And then I feel like that's just, who made up that scale? Right. And, like, how is it affordable? Because a lot of these places are saying they're affordable housing, but how is that affordable? Yeah. And so, like, I'm looking here. I found another website. um, But the cost of living in Phoenix, Arizona, um, it says earning needed to maintain current standard of living, (laughs) $50,000. Like oh that's gosh. that's the amount that like that's the cost of living in Phoenix. Right. Every and how much every state is you, different. Can you look up how much that is hourly? <sighs> hourly. So yeah, fifty thousand hourly. Let me see. Which yeah, this is just it's so crazy and like all a lot of these places base off they go off based off of your credit score mm-hmm. too. So if you got no credit, if you got bad credit. If you, like, had an eviction from an old place, like, most places will not take you. Or they'll take you, but there's still other requirements or whatever. Hourly, that's $24 and up. Listen, I can tell you right now, I'm not making $24 (laughs) plus and up. I'm not making that. I'm not making that, too. (laughs) Like, who is literally, who is making this $50,000, $75,000? Because it ain't me. And I got a degree, and you got a degree, so right. what's going on? I think it's it's just so sad. Um, but you wonder, like, it's because of God that we serve. Right. And, like, yeah, it has a lot to do with that. But then we think about, um, you know, our way of being financed since we were young. Right. Like, how I was talking to, I'm talking to you about, like, man, I wish I knew this as a teenager. And uh, we talked about degrees talking about degrees how do we get those degrees by being in debt (laughs) right right and that's another cycle that's another cycle that's another financial um area of you know going to college and um i wish as a teenager going into um thinking about which college i wanted to go to i wish i knew more about the financial aid I, i wish that the high school the educational system taught us about the right. um, financial aid system instead they talked uh, they taught us like about searching for different college right. but they forgot to talk about the financial aid situation like right. like yo like could at least get a class right or graphing on a slope right but yet they don't teach us personal finance right like i think personal finance is something that we must as as a nation I think that's the reason, I believe that's part of the reason why um, our nation is in debt. Because the head, our president, it's if they were to 
put into um, petition that in every high school we're supposed to have a personal finance um, class. I think that would help each individual uh, to be more prepared right. for the future, for jobs, to know how much... Um, you know, taxes that are being taken out of. But I think that they, I don't know why they don't want us to learn about right. where these taxes are going, um, you know, why we're taking out, why they're taking out medical and right. things like that. But to for us to learn about personal finance at a young age, going into college, I think that's a very Right, being a young thing. adult, like yeah. having your first job, getting a car, like all these things are so important. And like you and I have both learned lessons mm-hmm. from from jobs, from cars, from this, from that. And like, I don't, in, in my head, I'm like, I feel like sometimes it's easier to not teach that and keep the system running. Like that, honestly, like we keep the system running on debt. Mm-hmm. Like the fact, like if you were to look like just the debt of United States, it's just like, there's a debt tracker and it just every second is going up and it's like in the trillions and I can't, mm. really can't even count that high. That's... And I'm, I couldn't even try if I wanted to but like that's so much money and we're just so used to borrowing and borrowing and borrowing and borrowing and then like oh it's okay we'll pay them back we'll pay them back we'll pay them mm-hmm. back and like they've they've kind of taught us that in this system of like just take out loans it's fine yeah. just take out this just take out that and then but they keep us going by charging interest and so that, you're paying twice oh, as man. much more because you took out this and like now you're paying it back but you still have all this like this interest to pay back and like yeah. I get it like I'm the one who took out the money for my school except for one loan which my mom took out which mm-hmm. gratitude to her for doing that one but two gratitude for putting me on boundaries when mm-hmm. I went to my my third and final school yeah <clears throat> she said I'm not gonna put another loan in your in my name for you Ooh. so if you want this you're gonna have to do it However, however you see fit to do it, but don't, don't put my name on it. And I was like, I needed that boundary because I'm like, I could have just, if she had allowed me to, would have been like, all right, mom, let's put another one in your name. Let's put another one in your name. And she already has like 13,000 because of me. Mm. So I was grateful that she put me on that boundary. But you know, like what you said, I think it's important to have that class in, in high school or you know just more people teaching that what it looks like because we we didn't really know what that looked like and we kind of we kind of understood to an extent but not not fully like you know it's kind of like oh the school's gonna give us money to go there and like i was like i remember when i was a teenager i was already uh you know struggling like do do i want like i knew i wanted to go to school but then i was like okay how am i gonna go to school but they kept saying like hey financial aid financial aid they kept putting financial aid in my in my face right. but they didn't explain the process unless they did i just didn't really understand right um but i remember i was telling you like i don't regret going to um college and using financial aid right. what i do regret is the lack of understanding what financial aid was okay. because i went <laughs> into financial aid into um, college and um yeah the weight was like man i didn't have to pay for nothing going into this school nothing came out of my pocket mm-hmm. um yeah yet <laughs> right like nothing came out of your nothing's coming out of your pocket yet but they didn't explain to me that after this guess what you're gonna pay all of that back 
plus interest Mm -hmm. and let me tell you what this plus interest is it's five hundred dollars on top of that you know three hundred two thousand like it depends they said well they said the interest rate really high so they they already know they're like you're gonna look at this how much we're giving Mm -hmm. you but you're not gonna look at that interest rate which is gonna immediately continue to increase the moment you get it yes and they're i wish i knew that because that would have helped me understand and helped me help me understand and come in agreement with what I just signed Mm -hmm. because there was a lack of understanding when it came to agreement with that and I think that's so important when we come in agreement with what we're signing and signing thing is very important that's one thing I've noticed to learn how to read the little words to um, go through the contract and that's when people ask me to sign like it's interesting how they'll be right in front of you and they're like you got this yeah just sign there I literally, I have this thing now where I, I don't make people pressure me, let alone their That's presence. Because I will literally go there and they will see me reading through. Like, I will skim through. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask them questions. The like, print. hey, yeah. They're like, hey. I was like, okay, well, this says this and this says that. Like, oh, well, what that actually means? I'm like, well, I don't understand what you're saying. So I wish at that time... I had those eyes to see and to actually take the time to read. Yeah. But I was pressured into like, oh my gosh, like if I sign this, I can get the money right then and there. Right. Well, it's also the pressure too of like going to school. And that's what we always tell people mm-hmm. is like, oh, what are you going to do next? What school are you going to go right. to? What, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. And like, I feel like that's just so much pressure for our youth anyways. But like not all of them want to go to college and, mm-hmm. and not every college is for everybody like our our school that we came from was pretty like academically rigorous and like not everybody would be on board with that like we we had to take theology classes we took this class this class that class that class the weight of the works like our you know is Azusa Pacific University they were Mm -hmm. saying yo the master's program are doing the amount of work that you're doing for a bachelor's right. degree. And we were like, are you serious we're right like, now? We're like, you're lying to us. It's like, we are not doing, like, okay, so I think they're equipping us. <laughs> right, they were like, okay, you want to go to get a master's? Right. But even even with that, like, furthering your education, I remember there was several people who were like, oh, Liz, mm-hmm. you should get a master's. And even till today, still yeah. people tell me that. And I'm like, I just have a lot of student loan debt right now and I'm not looking to get any more loan debt yeah, like and, and they're like you already have loan debt so just pile it on exactly and I'm like I'm like I hear where you're coming from but no not for that's me that's not wisdom that, that's for, not right for some people <laughs> right I'm like that doesn't seem like the appropriate plan for me especially because I don't know what I want to do mm-hmm. why am I gonna continue to go into these programs and pay more money when I'm like yeah it looks good to have a master's but if I get a master's in something that I'm still continuously not studying, mm-hmm. I just continue to pay that money yeah. and still owe a lot more money. I agree. And like I tell my nieces and nephews, and granted, there may be pressure, but I will ask them instead of saying like, hey, what schools are you looking at? I will ask them like, hey, do you even want to go to college? You know, like what are what is something that you want to do? Some of them want to work, uh, you know, be a steward on the air on on a plane and i know there's another word for that flight attendant i was like uh <laughs> that was the old name <laughs> uh and i was like okay well that doesn't cost you to go to a college like that's you just need to get into a program it's a trade school and so not all the time you're right not all the time people like 
not everyone is called to go to college. There's um, trade schools that they could go to, boot camps that they could go to, or there's just some job position that you just right. plain don't need to go to school at all. Or the military. The too. military. Come on through, military. You said. You said the military will pay for y'all schools. <laughs> you said boot camp, and I said military. Uh, also military. Yeah. yeah. So I I think that there's just so much, so much about finances, and so. Um, what is something that you didn't learn until later on that you would want to instill in your nieces and nephews or just somebody who was like, yo, I'm thinking about college, I'm thinking about finances, what do I need to do and where do I need to go? Yeah, um, the importance of your having your own cash. Mm, yeah. um, like we talk about loans. When, like growing up, I've seen a lot of my siblings go to car dealership, get an auto auto loan, and they come up like, oh, I got a new car. Oh my gosh. And no one didn't, didn't tell me how they got the car. Right. And then when a car gets repoed, I'm like questioning, like, okay, I thought that was your car. Right. I thought. Like, what's going on? It didn't belong to you? Like, it, it didn't belong to you. Like, oh no, like I forgot to make payments. Like, right. But didn't you, isn't that your car? They didn't share the um, the process of how it looked like getting it. Right. And so, um, what you will call it, I happened to fall into that cycle, and um, I knew the. I didn't know that um, that this is what it looked like. That they got an auto loan, and an auto loan is something that you got to pay back. Right. You know, with that, interest. With interest. Right. And that's the sucky thing. And so. Um, I told myself after my car got repoed, I was like, I am never getting an auto loan car. The next time I get my car is going to be fully paid in cash. And so when my nieces and nephews, when some of them will come to me to say, hey, auntie, I'm thinking about getting a car. And I said, okay, are you thinking about getting an auto loan? And they're like, no, no, it's um, no, it's just a down payment. <laughs> it's just a down payment. And this is how much I got to get for a down payment. And then... Um, right. And then every month I pay this much. And I said, okay, honey, that is called an auto loan. Right. That, just so you know. <laughs> just so you know, it right. is called an auto loan. See, I don't are even you... start with that. My first question is, are you looking for a new car or a used mm-hmm. car? Or or right. what? Because that's also going to depend too. You want a new car? Oh, you're yeah. going to pay off the, you're gonna pay off off that lot prices. If you exactly. get a used car, it's probably going to be a little bit more reasonable. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's not going to be a 2023 right. Toyota Corolla. But at least you got a car, right? Yeah, at least you got a car. Right. And also, are you paying Are you paying cash or credit card? Right, because cash is key. Cash is key. And you pay a lot less when it, it's in cash. Right. If you Because they don't have to go. They they are like, listen, you're helping us out. We have to go through financing. Mm-hmm. We have to go through all this stuff. We have to make sure that your card is not going to decline. Right. So pay us in cash and we'll take some of that price off. Right. So these are the things that um, that I have learned. And I, like, I'm, you know, <coughs> wanting to share it with my nieces and nephews and so when they come to me about like cars, like getting a car, I'm like, hey, you know what? They, like I do ask them like, hey, you want a new car or a used car? And they're like, oh, I have to use car, obviously. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And so letting them know. Which is not that obvious to some people. Yeah, it's not. Some people are like, oh, definitely getting a new car. And it's not obvious for them to know what an auto loan is. They think that, oh, 
okay, like, yo, it's a loan. That means you're borrowing somebody else's money to get this car that you want that you know well enough that you cannot afford monthly. And so that's the thing. Or you think you can afford it. Or you think you can afford it. But then when you're paying bills and rent and all that, that payment becomes a lot because that yeah. that's what happened for you. Like mm-hmm. at one point in your life, you were able to make those payments. Yeah. And then at another point, it looked very different because you're paying rent and bills and right. this and that. And like, you know, because you had um, a lot more coverage on your insurance, mm-hmm. you were paying a lot more insurance a too. Lot more like insurance, yeah. all these different things. And like the season where you were at at that time that you bought it, you weren't thinking about the season's that may follow when you bought that car because you were thinking about that current season. You're Mm -hmm. like, yo, I need to get to where I need to go and it's not going to affect me three years, four years down the line. And it sure did. (coughs) And so I think about those moments and even when my nieces and nephews come with me asking about FAFSA and financial aid Mm -hmm. and I will tell them because they know that I've gone through it. And so when I was at their age, there was no one that I could think that I could go to. Right. <laughs> and so with my I mean I know my older sister Val went um went through school but I didn't know to ask her. I didn't know what to ask her. Right. You don't know where to start sometimes. Mm-hmm. So how are you gonna know what to ask if you don't know what to ask? Right. You're not gonna know how if you and don't know the so what. for a lot of um people out there, y'all think, oh financial aid, like loan, loan, loan. Just <coughs> just because you don't see the money and it's not there, honey, you still got to pay back. Mm-hmm. It's going to come back to you after you graduate. Right. And even if you don't graduate, even if you don't graduate, um, you still got to pay You still got to pay for what you use at that time. And remember what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, how we said that as the car, as long as you don't pay for it, it's not your car. Yep. It's their car. It is their well, car. Well, as long as we don't pay for our loans, mm-hmm. it's the Department of Education whose degree it is. Even yeah, it's if not have, our degree. Right. We may have put in the work and the time. And our and, name is on it. And our name is on that expensive piece of paper. <laughs> but it still doesn't belong to us. Like, I don't have the full assurance that that belongs to me. Like, mm-hmm. no, they can't take it. But it still doesn't fully belong. Mm-hmm. I'm not free from that. I'm not free Ooh. from that system. I still live in that system because I still have to pay them back. Because you still, you still got to do your part. Right. My due diligence. Uh-huh. I pay them back. And, and I think about, I think about what Jesus said. Mm, come on. Come on. With what Jesus, Jesus said. Paid. They, when the disciples came, when, no, no, the Pharisees, they came and say, hey, so, mm-hmm. um, this, we have to pay Caesar this. So what do you say? And Jesus said, what belongs to Caesar, give it to Caesar. Mm-hmm. And what belongs to God, give it to God. Right. So, can you put that in plain, plain old day English for the people in the back? <laughs> so the degree that you that that you did a loan on, right? That degree belongs to the whoever um, is your loaner. Right. So it belongs to the loaner. Right. Is the loaner until we are you the pay, borrower. Right, they're the loaner until you pay that off. Mm-hmm. And I get it. A lot of people have this whole. Um, faith-based, like, oh, man, right. like, God is going to pay through. Yes, I do believe that, too, right. but I also do uh, believe where Scripture says um, be not only a hearer, but also be a doer of right. the Word of God. Right, and I listen, I fully agree with that, too. We we stand on faith. I'm like, listen, I know full well that I took out those loans, mm-hmm. but I'm like, listen, in the Bible, 
to There was a year of Jubilee. Yeah, come on now. And there was debts canceled. Uh-huh. And I know they're still talking about canceling this student come loan on. debt. Yes. And I'm I'm still praying about it. And uh-huh. now do I do I acknowledge that I took out those loans? Yes, I do. And mm-hmm. I know different people of different spheres feel different ways about it. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, No, you borrowed the money, you should pay it back. Other people are like, I receive it. I'm I'm standing here saying, listen, I know I took those out and mm-hmm. I know I need to pay it back, but also if if the system that's tried to enslave us is gonna free us, I'm also okay with that because that also helps me to give out the testimony of like, hey, they're canceling this. Let's mm-hmm. not put ourselves back into this system. Right. Let's not become enslaved to the system again. Like there's yeah. FAFSA and I as you're saying it, like through FAFSA, there's also scholarships, there's yeah, grants, things you don't have to pay back. And like you and I were like so blessed at school because there were scholarships we didn't even apply for. Come like, on, yeah. Our name was in people's mouth that uh-huh. like should not like we like favoring fair. But like really, um, God is looking out for his children and like yeah. you know, and there's just so many different things. There's so many ways. And like I think that they just don't they just don't really talk about it. And like for for people of color sometimes we just mm-hmm. feel like that's the only way. And I'm like, I get it. Like my again, like I told you, in high school, my mom was like, We're above we're below the poverty line. Mm-hmm. Like we were living at um, our church owned some property across the street, so we lived there and then she was working at the church, so that was why we had that. She paid a little bit of rent. Um, but my mom couldn't afford to send me to school and neither could my dad. So yes, I took out these things and, and I don't regret the education either, but sometimes I look at that and I'm like, I wish I would have done more at community college. I wish I would have, you know, I could have also chose a cheaper school. I could have whatever, but I can't go back on the shoulda, woulda, couldas, but I'm like, you know what? I do wish I had more wisdom about it yeah. and like been looking for more scholarships, been, you yeah. know, even, even be more diligent about having a job because at the time I was like, I'm focused on school. I'm focused on my theater. I'm focused on this. And I could have been having a job and saving a little bit of what I could mm-hmm. or doing what, I, doing what I could. And even my first year at school, well, my first, my first couple of schools, mm-hmm. I should say, I wasn't working yeah and like that was that was a sacrifice because I was like yo I could be making money but I'm gonna focus on this and then when I was working it was a sacrifice too like I I sacrificed which you know you worked at the school Mm -hmm. I worked around the school I wasn't working I mean towards the end I was but even with that there was still like sacrifices there was times where my friends would want to go to the beach and i'd be like i can't go i have to oh, go yeah. to work I remember and that days. was sucky for me because i love people i'm always like i want to be with you guys and like it just didn't always make sense to my people mm-hmm. like they were like oh, you have to work again and i'm like yes i have things that like i in order to stay here i gotta pay this yeah. and like they're not just letting me stay for free and there were several times which i know you understand mm-hmm. that the school was asking us to leave because we didn't have the money to be there and we had all the faith but we're like yo god you asked us to be here the school is asking us to leave how is this the christian thing Mm -hmm. to do but now looking back on it i'm like they were just doing their job and then also it's a business too right like a lot of people don't oh not even just don't know but they forget that church is also a business 
they only look at the ministry side of the church. Right. But yo, how is the church supposed to um have this light turned on right. when y'all show up every single day to the church? Right. They need to pay the lights. They need to pay the bills. They need to pay rent and mortgage and right. whatever it Everything is. Everything else. Everything else. It's a school. It's a school. It's a business. It's right. education. It's a business. Right. And like I, I look at it now and I'm like, I, I try to always live in a place of fairness. And mm-hmm. sometimes like when I see things, I'm like, God, that's not fair. But I look at my own life and I'm like, well, God, that's not really fair to the people who were paying. Like, mm-hmm. that they were still allowing me to be there, but I wasn't paying. There were people who paid, whether it was because their parents were paying, mm-hmm. the Fed loan was paying, the whatever, their scholarships, this, that. But they were paying for their schooling. So how was that fair that I wasn't paying? Yeah. You know, and so I had to, there's a lot of me and Jesus moments when they were asking me to leave because I'm like, <laughs> how are you going to ask me to come here and then they're going to ask me to leave like that doesn't really line up Jesus I'm not really sure but even in that like faith without works is dead yeah. so they asked me hey if you don't come up with this money you're not coming back Right. so what did I need to do I was like well I can get a job Yeah. and what did I do I got a job at a retail place you know and like I did that over the summer and I had somebody who stayed on top of me about my finances. Like, I I don't remember how much I was making. I think my checks were like 400 mm-hmm. or so every week. And she was like, okay, well, I'll give you a $20 allowance every week. Yeah. And like, that was so rough for me because I had to save like, I think 2000 by the time the summer ended to come back to school. Hmm. And so I was giving her my money. I was like, give, 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 give. And I only had $20. And I remember there would be times, <coughs> there'd be times after church where I'd go hang out with friends and we'd go to the movies and I would get home. This lady's not even my mom. And she was like, oh, what did you do today? And I'm like, oh, I went to the movies. Oh, how did you pay? Uh, so-and-so paid for me. And she's like, oh, okay. Just remember you only have a $20 allowance. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> And she she was good at holding me accountable because that was her that was her career, mm-hmm. like she was this financial lady, and I I needed that at the time because I I would have just spent that money, and then they would have been like, so where's that money you lost? Oh, I don't have it. I worked mm-hmm. all summer, but I don't have it. We don't have a spot for you here at this campus. So like you so don't have- you don't have your spot. <laughs> right. Your seat, bye. There's somebody else. Bye. <laughs> like no, that is true, and I think. Um- we have to be better at it as parents, aunties, uncles, friends, right. like the older generation. We have to be better at speaking to Generation Z mm-hmm. and Y, X, Y, Z. Everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, talk to them about finances. Like I, <laughs> every time when I go back home, uh, my nieces and nephews are like, auntie, can we go 7-Eleven and can we go to McDonald's? And I'll look at them and it, and they'll start laughing because they know my response. And I'll say, oh, do you have McDonald's money? <laughs> do you have 7-Eleven money? And they look at me and they're like, no, but you do. <laughs> and it's it's for me, my response is because I want them to think about it. Like, do you have the money? Right. You know, like, do you have the means to right. go ahead and um, get what you want? Right. And, um, and it's, it is crazy because even if it's like, your last ten dollars, they would use it up. But right. I think about it, I'm like, do you like how are you willing to use that last ten dollars mm. to and like I had this moment where I was like, Lord, 
Um, I know a lot of people will say, oh man, like, what can I do with this $20 to flip it and make so much money? And I don't think flipping is the answer. I think, where can I put this $20 and which soil mm. can I go and plant this $20? Right. So that way, whatever soil that it, whatever thing and nutrients, whatever it is that's in that soil, right. <laughs> that it will allow this seed to be fruitful and multiply into something that I that I can see right. it for generational wealth. An investment. An investment. And that's what investment is all about. Investment is about knowing which soil that you need to put your seed in. It's like knowing which church. And like right. for me, like I'm not going to just, you know, go yeah, ahead right. and uh, put it, you know, plant a seed in anybody's vineyard. Right. And I'm like, mm. Right. When you're investing, it's you're, you're making that like conscious decision of like what you know like that return what's mm-hmm. going to be the return and like when you're investing in yourself and like let's just say you're like oh yeah skincare you're mm-hmm. not going to go to walgreens yeah, yeah. you're not going to go to like 99 cents i mean store. like girl if you on a budget I mean, no I, get I feel you i feel you if you're on a budget like also that's another thing too is the budget, budget. <laughs> and save right and don't that's spend finances right that's finances when we talk about finances not just about money it's about no it's about all these things knowing um what's your budget counting up your cost so you know your budget and you and i have been there's been times we have not counted up the cost of things and then we said yes and we're like Ooh. Oof, we already said yes like it's all of the things and it's it's a very broad topic that yeah. is probably going to be like another session too probably mm-hmm. um because it's just a lot but like <clears throat> if we can give you what little we've learned or lot i mean like whatever it is depending what on. we've gained what we've lost right because we've gained some things and we've lost some uh-huh. things too and like and that's the bible right there right ecclesiastes 3 go ahead it says that there go ahead ecclesiastes. <laughs> you know <clears throat> there will be seasons where we'll gain and seasons where we'll lose some right season where we'll embrace and season where we'll refrain from embracing Season where we were gonna cry and then you know mourn (laughs) and then you know laugh and you know enjoy the moment. That's true. And like, I don't think it has to be like. I think finances again is one of those words of like, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, this is such a like taboo topic. And like, and also trauma. Like I told you. Oh yeah, no, I know. Like, like fine talking about finances, it's it's a trauma for me, and at Mm -hmm. times it's a pizza. PTSD right. and um, post-trauma, you know, post-traumatic stress, yeah, stress disorder, mm-hmm. and um, and it's not. It's I mean, I just diagnosed saying that it is what it is, but it was not diagnosed by a doctor. But what I'm saying is that it could be in both natural and in the spirit. Where right. for me, when we talk about um, finance, when it comes to our finance for our own apartment, like I, t- I will tell you, like man, like. When back back in the days, right. when um, <laughs> my family talked about finances, and when they would talk about finances, it would always end with the fight. It would always <laughs> right. end with the argument or someone like cussing someone out, and it never fails. It always has anger and strife and frustration right. when it comes to talking about strife. And so when you're like saying like, man, like you're so kind and like you know like even though I say this and I'm like no, it's just. Like, what am I going to do? Get mad? Right. <laughs> and cuss you out? <laughs> and, like, for no reason? Right. And also, like, yeah, for, for my own, you know, my own miscommunication, like, I'm going to own up to it. Right. And so having conversations with you about 
um, budgeting, about money, you know, about um, living below my means, it definitely has um, healed those um, traumatic wounds. And um, as we keep talking about it, like it definitely is helping me a lot. And I, what I told you, I was like, man, like, thank you for being that person. And I know it's, you know, at some point you're just like, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, I know, I'm so sorry. I I didn't. But like, there's times where for some people, you know, like me, it's trauma. It's a traumatic right. thing. Well, and I, <clears throat> I think it's one of those things that when topics are taboo and then they have to be talked about, mm-hmm. then sometimes it gets really bad. Like I feel like a lot of times in people's marriages they get in fights about money or finances because one person's a spender one person's a saver one person is like why are you in debt why is this blah 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 and like it's always about delivery like Mm. i could i could get mad about whatever it would be that we're talking about finances but i'm like to your point how is that gonna help me how is that gonna help us if i'm getting mad at you Mm -hmm. like you're very patient and you're probably not gonna but if I was to approach you in the wrong way and be like, well, where's my money? Yeah. Where's this? Immediately, that's a defense. And then you, like, whether you become on the defense or not, in your head, you're like, mm-hmm. let me take a step back before I, like, punch <laughs> her out or whatever. But it's, it's a tough topic to talk about. Like, and it can cause a lot of friction. It can cause a lot of, like, discrepancies or yeah. miscommunication or no, that's not what I said, or you owe me this, or whatever. And when things don't get said, it can also be, like, a rough thing, because I know for my own self, sometimes when I don't say things, that that it ends up being on me, and I end up getting upset when I'm like, really, I could have just used my words and been an adult and mm-hmm. communicated this. Yeah, and, like, we talk about relationship. Like, is it a red flag for you to date someone who has debt, who has financial situation, who doesn't know how to be a good steward in their money. Are you asking me this or you're... No, like oh, in general. okay, in general. Like we're talking about that. Okay. And a lot of us don't know that... A lot of us don't know that it could be a red flag because they, they don't know that that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And... Um, or they're just... They're like, okay, that's... Right. It's, it's a norm for them to be in a financial <coughs> situation or financial crisis. No. Right. It's not a norm. Like, get out of that and... And also, like, let that be, let that be part of it. Like, right. hey, if I understand, I'm in, I'm in debt too. I have a lot of school loans, and for me, it's just like, okay, how can we, if you, if this person has, um, you know, debt, like, how can we pay it off? How can you pay off yours as individually as much as you can mm-hmm. before we get married? Because your debt now becomes my debt. Mm-hmm. Like, we both, you know, each other's debt. So. You know, it's things like that where a lot of people right. don't think about when they're in relationship, especially when you're a teenager. You don't think about that, like, oh, you're about to go into right. college. You just think about, oh, oh, they, they bought me this little gift. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so this is like what you're saying is this is a very yeah. broad. It is, and it's like so many different things. And I would, I think I would say for me, um, to answer your question that you didn't ask, mm-hmm. I think if I was looking at a potential person, I have a debt, so I really can't say that I'd be like, oh, it's done. We're not, you know what? We were dating. We're cool. But you have debt? No. I probably wouldn't be that way, but I would ask them to be honest with me. Yeah. I'd, wanna, I'd want them to be honest with me at the level that I'm honest with them. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm making right now. Yeah. This is the last time I paid my student loans. This is how much I'm supposed to pay on my student loans. This is how much I actually owe. 
like I would want to be honest with them. Like, yeah. If anybody were to ask me right now, well, how much do you have in student loans? I would let them know. Yeah. Um, but I would also just want them to give me that same energy. Like if you do have it, okay. Like be transparent with me, but also like, how are we working on this? How yeah. are you working on yours separately? Like you said, how are we working on it together? Like, are we gonna are we gonna make sure that if we get married, we're gonna budget out like, okay, this this. 300 is going to the student loans whatever that looks like whether that's yours or mine or whoever this is how much is going there or hey like we both make separate things i'm gonna give this much you're gonna let me know how much you're gonna give Mm -hmm. whatever because i know even people filled out a particular way about sharing bank accounts yeah when you get married some people are for it some people are not like and most kingdom people would be like if you're in the kingdom combine combine but even some kingdom people are like, nah, I got a separate account. You got a separate account. Mm-hmm. We have a joint account. But what's in my account is mine. And what's in yeah. your account is yours. And what's in our joint is for both of us. Yeah, I, I get that. I've, I know some people. But I also know some people who have joint accounts mm-hmm. and separate accounts. But those separate accounts, they both have access, access to those to, accounts. Yeah. It's not like, oh, what we have. It's just, it's their mentality true, is... It's good to hide money away from yourself. Right. <laughs> right. But have somebody else be accountable. Right. No. And so that's the reason why they do that certain thing. But, right. you know, I also look at it, it's like um, when you talk about kingdom people, so many people, some people aren't a tither. So that's just like, right. That's hey, true. that's another aspect, that's another aspect of being financial right. you know, with your finances. Like, and and what, you, what is the tithe? What right. do they say? They say 10%, right? Mm-hmm. And people also, are like, is it? Is is ten percent of the gross? Is it ten percent of the net? Right. Is it ten? What is it ten percent of? And also, do you pay your like your tithe before anything, right? Or do you pay your tithe after everything? Also, tithe and offering. And tithe and offering. Do you offer money? Come on, like, to, mm. are you? That's a lot of things with the whole financial things. That right. it's just a lot of things to consider right. when it comes to finance. I know. I feel like maybe. I mean, I was gonna say maybe on our page we should like say hey like. Ask us about finances mm-hmm. or something. Like, not that we're experts. We are yeah. not Dave Ramsey. We're not like financial scholars. But we did graduate from Dave hey. Ramsey. <laughs> financial Peace University. Hey. No plug. I mean, if you right. want, if you want to sponsor us, Dave. Ramsey, yeah, but, come on, Dave Ramsey. On. I mean, or, we do have you know our certificate, our degree right. from PC um, PFU. And I took it at LP LPC. Hey, so, come on, come on. But um, yeah. What is? I guess since we're kind of close to time. What would you say is one last thing about finances that you'd want to leave with somebody? Like something super simple. Um, man, cash. <laughs> Get something that you can see and that you tangible. can count and that's tangible. If you have your checking account, you you can use it for so many things. That Amazon, debit card. <laughs> like that debit card. Um, make sure that you always have cash on you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's yeah. Dave Ramsey says cash is king. Mm-hmm. How about you? <coughs> oh, um, um, I would say, I would say, be a giver, but also save money too, mm, yeah. because you know you need some money on a rainy day. But also in life, you're not supposed to be a greedy person. So mm-hmm. I would say be a giver and that's not just finances yeah give up your time your resources whatever it may be but be a giver i agree 
be a giver. And you are such a giver. Thank you. Thank you for being a You're giver. You're such a giver, too. No, we're about to cry right now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I think on mine, I'm going to post about just like, what do you what do you have questions about finances mm-hmm. or whatever? And maybe we'll do a part two if you guys have more questions or yeah, anything. But this is just really stuff that we've learned. It's just like wisdom that we're trying to give back to people who may not know these mm-hmm. things. Or... And that we, we went through it. Right. And, um, you know, we're in the process right. of getting things done. And we're not perfect by any means because we're still learning about finances even today. And we mm-hmm. still have conversations as roommates of like, okay, what about this? And what about that? So, really, we don't have it down perfectly, but I don't think anybody does, including Dave Ramsey. And that's no shade on you, Dave Ramsey, but... He's still growing. He's still growing, yeah. He's still... I'm sure there's still situations that come up that he's like, hmm, let me have to think about this. Right. But, yeah. So, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. And... Aloha. Mahalo. Ahui ho. Peace out. A-Town. A-Town. Bye.